Consider these basic familiar aspects of contemporary life. What do they all have in common? The first 911 emergency telephone system was set up in Alabama in 1968. By the 1970s, the simple, uniform system had spread throughout the United States. Since then, millions of Americans faced with an emergency have rushed to phone 911, and thousands of lives have been saved as a result. Have you ever wondered how this national emergency response system came into being? Most Americans have heard about India's newly dynamic, rapidly growing economy. But do you know the story of how India, plagued for centuries by famines, became not only self-sufficient in food production, but also a food-exporting nation, the essential platform on which the subcontinent's newfound prosperity is being built? Millions of people depend on PBS's NewsHour with Jim Lehrer for their daily supply of serious news. Millions more habitually tune in to national public radio to stay in touch with the world throughout the day. When you watch or listen, have you ever asked yourself how the institution of public broadcasting in the United States came to be? Every year, billions of dollars worth of financial assistance is provided to college students through the Pell Grant program. Millions of students and their families take this aid for granted. Do anything to inquire about the origin of a government program that has enriched so many lives. In 300 run-down inner-city neighborhoods and impoverished small towns, local community development corporations, CDCs, are working to create jobs, build housing, and incubate small businesses. Countless Americans have benefited from their efforts. Where did the notion of the CDC come from? In each case, the explanation is the same. The central force promoting the creation of these valuable social institutions was a foundation. There are thousands of foundations actively working for the betterment of society here in the United States and around the world. And behind each foundation stands a wealthy individual or family that chose to declare enough is enough and then gave away a significant portion of their wealth for the benefit of the wider community rather than hoard it invest it, or spend even more of it on personal pleasures. Why did they do so? As we will see, for many different reasons. But perhaps the motivation of the founders of major foundations, from Carnegie and Rockefeller to Gates and Buffett, was poignantly stated most recently by Joseph Hirschhorn, the wealthy art collector for whom the Hirschhorn Collection on the Mall in Washington was named. I tried eating more meals a day and got sick. There are only so many suits you can wear or houses you can live in. So I collected art and then gave it away. It's a remarkable phenomenon, a testament to human generosity and creativity, and one whose story has never been adequately told. In these pages, some of the achievements and triumphs of America's foundations will be explained, but so too will be examples of their failures and mistakes. Foundations, after all, are among our most powerful, least accountable, and significantly tax-benefited institutions, so it is all the more unacceptable that they are also among our least understood institutions. We'll examine the challenges foundations are now facing and the changes in philosophy, management style, and focus that are essential to meet those challenges. 
we will also explore some of the implications of the work of foundations for the lives of all Americans. The bottom line of this book is that foundations, along with the organizations they support, are the great secret of the dynamism of America's civic sector. The civic sector is not just about social change in the narrow sense, but rather about all kinds of organizations that are created, supported, and staffed by Americans acting independently of government. Just as private investors and venture capitalists spark the creation of new products and services in the for-profit sector, foundations provide the capital that powers innovation and diverse experimentation in the civic sector. Foundations enable the creation of countless civic sector organizations, groups dealing with human rights, civil liberties, social policy experimentation, public advocacy, environmental protection, knowledge generation, human capital building, and service delivery, among other causes, and assist them in building national, regional, and local constituencies that move into the forefront of continuing social change. Those organizations, together with the foundations that support them, play an influential role in the constant reinvention of American society, including the redistribution of power and wealth.